This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City, Damian Williams runs to immortality! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. No, I went to Temecula and brought you some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. No, don't, don't. You do it like this, you get it, you sort of rub it on. Okay, now I'm ready to go. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. How about a pull-up three? Grace Pilot is good! Everything happening in the sports world. The game is over! And the Chiefs' kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, maybe even perhaps the Chiefs Kingdom, maybe even perhaps the world, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. These are the first words that we are speaking to each other today. Yeah, you, you just got back from Kansas City and you missed all the excitement of all the fireworks going off around the apartment. Yeah, I, I missed the excitement. There was honking going on. Fireworks were going off. I mean, it was it was uh, quite the scene here in town, that's for sure. Well, it was quite the scene where well, I was I, as well. I'm sure, yeah. You were in Kansas City, and I'm sure wherever you were, it was quite uh, – I'm sure my man Red down at Westport, I bet he had a busy night. Yeah, we. I paid a little visit to your your friend Red. Oh, you Dad, did. I didn't get to speak to Red, but, but you saw Red. No, I didn't see him. I just saw his establishment. Okay, okay. But Steve Sell, what a night! What an unbelievable night for the Kansas City Chiefs. Pretty fun game, I, I guess. I don't know. Pretty yeah. fun game. Well, yeah. I mean, it was uh, unbelievable. If you go to midkansasonline.com and sell on sports, I have my column about the Chiefs posted, but. Uh, what have we always said about Patrick Mahomes? You can never count him out. I and I wasn't with you, Steve. Normally we watch a lot of games together and I have a theme that I say a lot and that is whenever they get down, just just get the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. As long as he can have the ball in his hands, I felt very confident about this team. The only time that there was a little bit of doubt was when they were down 10 drove down into the red zone, and on third down through the interception. Right. That was the only moment where I went, man, I don't know if they are going to be able to get the ball back enough. But they came up with a stop, got Mahomes the ball, he drove them down, they score that touchdown with, what, seven minutes to go, six right. minutes to go. And at that point, did you have any doubt that Patrick Mahomes was going to get one more chance at oh, least? I, I thought at the minimum he would be able to get the ball back down three like they were, or worst-case scenario, get the ball back down six. I thought the Chiefs' defense would give them one more stop and give him the ability. Now, for them to get a three and out and give him the yeah. ball back with plenty of time, yeah. that's when I knew it was over. Well, I, It was over. I think what people kind of miss a little bit, and I wrote about this in my column, the game changed when they went to the hurry-up because what that did – it tired out the 49ers pass rushers. It did not allow them to substitute. 
You know, that's that's one of the keys is they substitute a lot on defense and keep guys fresh. But when Kansas City was going no huddle, you know, they couldn't substitute or they had too many guys on the field. And once they got in that hurry up, I said they've exchanged a football for a baton. It was track meet on for the Chiefs because they are a four-by-100 relay team. And San Francisco, you could just tell they were gassed. Now, I was watching uh, when I ho- went home for lunch day. Kyle Shanahan is just getting absolutely pummeled and brutalized for his conservative ways when they got up 20 to 10. But I thought what they did is they threw the ball more. Right. And, and you know. They, and that was the problem. Yeah. they Kansas City could not stop the run. I mean, Mostert was getting six yards of carry. And for some reason, and what have we said about Jimmy G? He's not going to bring you down the field and, and use his arm to He's not going to win the game for you. He, 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 he's not going to win the game. For, now, Jimmy G, to his credit, was really good. He had a pretty good game yesterday. Yeah, but, you know, he doesn't throw anything farther than about 15 yards down the field. He had a couple, maybe 20-yard darts. But how could this San Francisco team, up 10, being designed, crafted, engineered by John Lynch and this group to be able to be up by 10, and run the ball down the throat of a team like Kansas City that cannot stop the run, how did they not finish this off? Wow. How could they not put pull this one out? How did they lose this game? And when you look back at what Kyle Shanahan-coordinated offenses have done in the fourth quarter Atlanta, or overtime yeah. in the last two Super Bowls, yeah. they are being outscored 46 to nothing yeah. in the fourth quarter and overtime of the two Super Bowls that he has been the coordinator for. 46 and, and to I've, nothing. And how many times when you and I talk about a Chiefs game during the regular season, how many times do I say, teams get away from the run. They get too itchy. They, they did it all year. They feel like they have to throw the ball just because that's the way the game in the NFL is now. It's throwing the football. It doesn't have to be that way. You can still run You know, you can run it down a team's throat. When you're getting six and seven yards of rush, you don't have to throw the ball at all. I remember when Oklahoma was in, the, in its heyday and then throw maybe one pass the whole game because they could run the ball. San Francisco was averaging six yards a carry, and they what they tried to do is they outsmarted themselves. Instead of going with was what was working, they tried to outsmart themselves. They ran a lot of you know play action passes, and then the Chiefs pass rush finally started to get to Jimmy G. And boy, I'll tell you when when he's under pressure, he's not very good. He he gets scared. He panics. I was so excited last night, and Chiefs fans, fans of the AFC West, people that get to see Patrick Mahomes a lot, and especially Chiefs fans, we know what Patrick Mahomes can do and how special he is. And I think the national landscape, too, I think people do have an idea for it. I think it's talked about enough. I think Joe Buck used the word, can we see a little bit of Mahomes magic mm-hmm. before that third and 15 pass mm-hmm. to Tyreek Hill? I think that was Aikman. Didn't, wasn't Aikman the one? Somebody said I think Aikman said They it. said, how about a little Mahomes magic? And I think that what we got to see shown to the world last night is the incredible gift that is Patrick Mahomes and that he was being able to be shown off to not only a national landscape, a worldwide landscape to fans of football that are diehards and have seen every game this year or people that were only there to watch the commercials. Patrick Patrick Mahomes was able to show the world how talented he is, and I'm just so happy for Andy Reid 
Andy Reid, you could just see the smile on his face. The relief. and <laughs> It was relief. It was more of a relief, I think, than anything for him. But now I think that he has that monkey off of his back. The city of Kansas City does. And, Steve, whenever the Chiefs went up 24-20, I need you to be honest with me. And San Francisco runs about three plays. They get to about midfield. I, said, I want you to be honest with me. I will be. Did you think? that San Francisco was going to score a touchdown and win the game? Yes, I did. And I I say that because there's a witness, because there's somebody listening that knows what I said. Because he said to me, will they get a stop? And I said, nope. They have broken heart our heart so many times. And he said yes. He says, I just feel something's different this year. But I want to get back to Mahomes real quick. He was on his way to the worst game of his career. He was throwing ground balls. I mean, his – Receivers were having to be like shortstops picking hot grounders. Yeah. He sh- he was short hopping everybody. And he had guys, he had guys wide open. But you look at his pass pers- what was he? He missed 16 passes last. 26 of 42. That's not a great per- in the in today's NFL, really about 68% is the norm and uh, and seven of them were to Tyreek Hill too. Yeah. They weren't able to get him as involved as much as they were oh, trying Ty- to. Tyreek Hill Tyreek Hill was just open all night. Yeah. I mean, good. He was just, he was in a different gear last night. He was in about 3.97 in the 40 gear. I mean, he was just electric last night. And then Sammy Watkins, who knows, it may be his last game because he says he's maybe going to take off and chill next year for a year, which I don't know what that is. But Sammy Watkins made a lot of big plays. And I wrote before the game, I felt like Sammy Watkins was going to have to have some big, clutch catches and he had three or four that were just monster catches for first downs yeah well as i listen back to the game i've listened to all the mitch audio and we're going to play it here in a little bit yeah there was so much excitement and we mentioned a little bit that i was there in kansas city i came into work yesterday knocked down a few things drove up to kansas city and there was just this energy oh I, i went to a quick trip in the great city of olathe got out and I would guess that I would have encountered or have seen 60 people in the span of four minutes when I got out of my car, went into Quick Trip, came back out. And I think of the 60 people that I saw, like 58 of them were wearing Chiefs gear. Oh, sure. Everybody's driving around town. Number one, it was a beautiful day. Oh, yeah. There are people walking the sidewalks in their Chiefs jerseys. People are wearing, they have their flags that are flying outside of their cars. There was this unbelievable energy to the day. And then I told you, I texted you this. We were taking our car down to where we went to go watch the game, and the GPS wound us through this neighborhood. And hey, guess whose house we drove by? Patrick Mahomes. The GPS wouldn't normally take us this way. How nice is his house? He's doing all right. He's doing okay. There, he had some police officers that outside. Could be, that could end up being his, his uh you know, back house at some point, though, with what the money he's going to start making. But I just felt good all day long. There was a great energy. The weather was just perfect. And then the moment that they flipped it on, and I think that was on the 3rd and 14, the pass to Tyreek Hill, after the review, the challenge by San Francisco, overturned what I thought was a drop, but I didn't know if they were going to have enough to overturn it. And after that, I felt the deflation for a moment. But then whenever they got down into the red zone on the next play, I think you could feel that momentum shift. And, Steve, you always talk about old Mo. Mm-hmm. Old Mo started rolling. And 
there was a recurring theme of all the people that I encountered last night in downtown Kansas City and Westport, and it was this sense of relief, but I kept hearing this phrase, I can't believe they did it. Yeah. I can't believe they did it. Yeah. I just kept hearing it over and over and over again, and, and that was my thought, too, that this team that for 50 years has found ways to lose that game. Oh, they've lost 500 they've, different times. The playoff games they've lost have just been brutal. The Lynn Elliott game, I remember that game. They've lost that type of game 500 times. Yeah. And for them to have found a way down 10 exactly how they've had to win every other playoff game this year. It was just unbelievable. Well, and, and there was just this the sense dif- of pride. The difference is they've got a quarterback that that team believes in. And they know he's the city believes in. Yeah, he is something special, and he says he wants to be a chief for life. I'll guarantee you they'll they'll make it happen. It may it may cost an arm, a leg, a, you know, fingers, toes, but Patrick Mahomes will be the richest. He, he's actually signed through twenty twenty one, so he doesn't. Ha- this season really isn't the negotiating season, but it's likely going to be. But they're going to re. I'll guarantee you they're going to negotiate a new contract. They're going to tear his old one up. And he's going to have a lot of zeros, and I think you're, the first two numbers are going to be about uh, three zero or comma dot dot or, or zero, four zero. zero. Yeah, well, it's going to be it's going to be three zero comma zero 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 comma zero 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 for a year. Well, Steve, the other thing that we've talked about before, I want to dive into some Mitch Holtis audio because it was awesome. Yeah, he had, he had some unbelievable calls down the stretch, but the thing I wanted to say that we have to also give some credit to. Patrick Mahomes did everything that he possibly could to engineer that comeback. The defense. But we have said it all year long that they're not the best. Yeah. But that when it's crunch time, Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew, Brashad Breeland, they have made plays all year long that they found ways to get out of these bad situations. And I think there were a lot of people that were like you that up 24-20, they didn't have any faith in those guys to come up with one I more stop. I, I'll be honest. I did not. I be, And, you know, maybe it's just I'm a very – probably a pessimistic person. No. By what most, no. people, most people would say. But when you've been following the – I've been following the Chiefs since 1965 and all the things I've seen them go through and all the leads they've blown, it's just second nature to be taking a, ooh, here we go again, you know, what's going to happen, and be – take a negative slant toward it. But how about that defense that they gave them one more stop when they needed it? They gave them four incredible defensive possessions in the fourth quarter when the game was on the line. And I think it goes back to Jimmy G, too. He's just not – Jimmy Garoppolo is not a very experienced quarterback. I mean, he's only really started for two years because he got hurt last year. So he doesn't have a lot of experience under his belt, and I thought that showed. But he was really good for him. But when it really came time to win the game, he couldn't win the game. And you know what defense did not come through in crunch time? San Francisco. This defense that we have anointed as the holiest of holy, the most unbelievable well, they only defense. Gave up ten, they gave up 10 points uh, with, through the first 53 minutes, and that came pretty early. But they couldn't come up with a play down the stretch. No, because Richard Sherman, did you hear much out of him today? You hear much out of him I heard, last night? I, I heard his uh, post-game last night. I feel real sorry for him. You know, he looked real old last night. He got exposed. 
I mean, he is still a really good player. Felt sorry for him. I wonder if Daryl Rivas said anything. You know, he and Daryl Rivas. Oh, yeah. Rivas Island, not to be confused with Weirman Island, but Rivas Island, he and Richard Sherman have been kind of going back and forth because Daryl Rivas basically says Richard Sherman is overrated. You know, he's he's living off his past reputation, and he's really not that good a player anymore. Well, Richard Sherman, he kind of got exposed last night. What a shame. Yeah. Steve, what a fun win! Yeah, and it's going to get even more fun because I don't know if you've heard any of the Mitchell. I've only calls. heard I've only heard the final call. He had some ones that were even better. Yeah, I haven't heard any of the touchdown calls, but I've heard I have heard his final call because it went viral. I'm so excited for him that he had that opportunity, and you could just hear you'll hear it in a minute how emotional it was well, there yeah. at Hard Rock Stadium. You bet it was unbelievable. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Jim is very tired. Jim was out until 3.30. Oh, in <laughs> got, Kansas City. In Kansas City. Had to get up and drive three hours. Got up in the – drove you back. And, you and Coach Kinneman, who flew back from Peru yesterday, <laughs> I think you, uh, you're you going for the exhaustion award. I'm pretty tired. Yeah. And I'm out of voice. There you go. But we're going to power through. Okay. Well, Mitch is going to power through. We'll hear from the voice. You, you can rest and let Mitch take over for 10 minutes. We'll hear from the voice here in just a second. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve Sell, what a night. Did you continue the celebration in the street? I, I heard that you had some fireworks. No. I was in bed by 945. Oh, not, not quite the same for me. <laughs> it was a party in the streets of Kansas City, and I think they are going to have a very once, fun week. Once the post-game show is over... I call her a night. That was about when everything started yeah. downtown. Well, that's kind of my MO. But a, a really, really fun night, and now Let's hear I want the people to be able to hear from the voice. Because remember... We didn't carry it. We can't, we can't. We're not allowed. And so we need to give Mitch Holtis his opportunity to talk to his favorite town that's in right. South Central Kansas. He's a friend of the show. He is a friend of the show. So I have eight calls, and seven of them are from like the last four minutes of the game. That's when the game was won. The first one, first touchdown of the game, Patrick Mahomes with a nice little run into the end zone. Fullback, Sherman shifts to the right. They're going to run a sprint option action. Mahomes keeps it. He dives right side. Touchdown, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, a one-yard touchdown run. His third rushing touchdown of his postseason career. Does anyone make a one-yard run sound more exciting than Mitch? And that was an exciting play. It was. It was a great drive, and Andy Reid had his foot on the gas, both feet on the gas. Both feet. And they were able to go forward on fourth down a couple times. So it was 7-3. San Francisco scores a bunch more times. It's 20-10. to We know yeah. the story. Yeah. This is the Travis Kelsey okay. touchdown reception. Made it 27 Which made it 20-17. to Mahomes up on the football. Offset eye. The sausage. In at fullback, they move to the right side, they throw it, back to the end zone, touchdown, Kansas City, Travis Kelsey, eight and a half yards deep in the end zone on a bootleg, 
touchdown pass. Chiefs have life. 6.13 to go in the game. The Chiefs within four. Who loves the bootleg more than me? You love the bootleg. I love the bootleg. I wanted to play the audio that would have been in between this, and that would have been the Chiefs coming up with a defensive stop. Jimmy Garoppolo threw to nobody, Mm -hmm. and the Chiefs get the ball back. This is the play over the top from Patrick Mahomes to Sammy Watkins from 38 yards, and this was then. That's the one Richard Sherman just got toasted on. They were down three, and at first I thought he was going to score, and I think Mitch Holtus thought the same thing. Yeah. They faked to Williams. They're going to throw it. Tyreek on the right side. Caught Sammy Watkins over the shoulder and out of bounds and deep in San Francisco territory. It was Sammy Watkins free on the right side and a perfect over-the-shoulder throw of 38 yards by Patrick Mahomes to Watkins, burning Sherman and Ward. So now we get who I thought was the unsung hero. I wrote this in my column, and I know what you're going to say. Damian Williams. Damian Williams. Patrick Mahomes finds him, and I know they reviewed it, but I thought that there was no way they could possibly overturn it. How many times have they run that play this year? A lot. They have run that They play love dumping it to the running back. They do. And here is the go-ahead touchdown, which I think probably Mitch Holtis thought was going to be the call that goes down in, in history forever at the time. The go-ahead touchdown. He has a few more still to come, but this one was huge. Williams, the running back to the left of Mahomes. Now they bring Tyreek Hill in motion with it. They fake to him. Throw right side. Caught by Williams at the right pylon. Touchdown, Kansas City. Andy Reid dials up a brilliant play. A fake to Tyreek Hill and then Damian Williams across the face of the defense. Kansas City regains the lead at 2.44 to go in Super Bowl 54. Pretty good. Not bad. This one is my favorite. It's a little long. It is the Jimmy Garoppolo sack by Frank Clark. Garoppolo was sacked one time in the game. Yeah. And it was this one, which was weird because they should have blown the play dead for a delay of game. Yeah, they missed that call. And then there would have been a penalty, but they called him within the grasp. But I'll let Mitch Holtis bring it home on this one. And he's still got a few more to go. Chiefs by four. Garoppolo in the pocket. He's being hit. He's being wrapped up. He's being throws the ball away. It'll be an illegal touch if nothing else. It'll go as a sack. Frank the Shark Clark. Frank the Shark Clark got him in his grasp. It should go as a sack or at the very least illegal touching. Rolling on the field as the quarterback was in the grasp. Therefore, the play is dead. There is no illegal touching. First down, Kansas City. And the Chiefs have a 24-20 lead with 125 to go in the game. Yeah, and that, that's a great call. And and then this last touchdown. I, I thought to what happened on that play that Williams score on this next one, I'm sure you're going to play. Mm-hmm. I thought San Francisco was letting them score so you know they could get the ball back and then try to score real quick and then get an onside kick because they knew Kansas City could basically take the knees and run it out. So I kind of thought they were letting him score, but Williams made a great move. Either way, it led to my favorite call of the night okay. for Mitch Holtis. Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35-30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City, Damian Williams runs to immortality and will be remembered forever in the Chiefs' kingdom. A 38-yard touchdown run, and the Chiefs lead 30-20. to Man, <laughs> doesn't that just give you goosebumps? It, it, it makes the hair on your arm stand up. So sure. at that point, it's pretty much it's over. over. You get one more defensive play, and Mitch starts letting it rip. 
He starts letting it rip on this last play, and I love it. Garoppolo, down 11, second and 10 at his own 25, takes the snap. Here comes Suggs on the rush. They throw it deep middle, and the pass will be intercepted. It's intercepted. Kansas City, you've got a champion. Kendall Fuller seals the deal, and the Honey Badger takes a victory lap. The Honey Badger. Honey Badger was really, he was wanting some air time after the game last night. And then the final call. I've heard this one. I think a lot of people have heard it it now. It went viral, yeah. Of course it did. Yeah. As the Chiefs win their first Super Bowl in 50 years. Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. Mahomes takes the snap. He's just going to throw it long for Demarcus Robinson. It is going to use up all the time. The game is over. And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. Final score, Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. And Chiefs Kingdom, get ready to welcome your champions. Whoo! Yeah. You think Mitch had a fun night? I bet he has You no, think Mitch is tired today? I, I bet he has no voice today. Could you hear how loud it was? Oh, yeah. On some of those plays? And, and it was... A, it was a pro Kansas City crowd. I mean, it felt like a home game to me. There were a lot of Chiefs fans. There were. There. There were a lot of Chiefs fans roaming the streets I'm of sure. Kansas City last yeah, night as I can, well. I can see. I was one of them. Yeah. And it was an unbelievable celebration, an unbelievable atmosphere. And like I said, the people were just wandering around with their hands on their heads saying, I can't believe they did it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they actually did it. I think, and I think... Um, this was bigger than the Royals. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's. Let's face it. Kansas City is a football town. It always has been. Um, not that the Royals not, winning was not a big deal. No, but what they have at the Royals, like eight hundred thousand people or six hundred thousand at their parade. I have no idea, but you're going to see a much bigger crowd for the Chiefs because I I just think that I think you have Chiefs fans. Everywhere and Royals fans, you got a lot in the Kansas City, and then people have their outside of Kansas City have their own favorite team. But I mean, there's Chiefs fans throughout the Midwest. Isn't it unbelievable that they could be in the spotlight, play in the big game, and get it done? Because yeah. I think there were a lot of people, and I think you're one of them, that was not prepared for I them, to them to win. I did pick them to win because I. But down twenty to ten, yeah, in yeah, the fourth yeah. quarter. But I picked them to win because in my homes we trust. And, you know, man, he's three and a half quarters. He was bad. He was, the ball was just like nose diving out of his hand. He was, you know, he, he was duck snorting everything. And, uh, but boy, when he hit on the pass to Hill, I said, there's a chance. And that's when I knew, you know, they scored that. When they got to 2017, I said, if they get a stop, this game's over. Cause I know Mahomes gets the ball back, they're going to score. And boy, that last touchdown drive, that didn't take long. Just over two minutes. Well, congratulations to Lamar Jackson on being the NFL MVP. All the other players, Jimmy Garoppolo received a lot of attention throughout the year. All the other players that, they had a good year. Yeah. But, I'll say it again, there was one person who is the MVP of the NFL. There was one person who, at this young age, might be the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. There's a chance that that's going to be the conversation. And that's Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, I think we see him every week. 
but the nation doesn't. And this was their opportunity seem, to see him shine. They see the rest of the nation sees him about four times a year, but we we see this every week. And now he is, without question, the most popular man in the NFL and the most highly thought of quarterback in the NFL. Man, what a night. Yeah. Let's take one more break, Steve. i got to get your thoughts on several other things. Oh. It's a scrambling week. Yeah. I'm still a little tired. Yeah. You and I usually have talked for about seven hours at this point with Sunday and today combined. But, right. But we got to catch up on some things. There we go. Got a, got some loose ends sure. to tie Time up. up. We'll take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve Sell, most importantly... I need to get your take on the Super Bowl 54 halftime show. Did you stick around and watch it, or did you go to the kitchen? I didn't watch all of it. You didn't watch it? I watched a little bit of it. I didn't. Oh, it I was wonderful. Really, I didn't see Jennifer, much of Jennifer Lopez. I saw Shakira. And uh, So she got done, and you said, I've seen enough. Yeah, because, you know, I like Shakira. I think you had too many mean things to say about Jennifer Lopez. I didn't say anything mean about her. I just. I think you remarked about her age at one point. Well, she's younger than I am. Well, that's easy. Everybody's younger than yeah, you. I, I, you well, the thing about Jennifer Lopez is I don't know one thing she's ever sung. I couldn't tell you. Well, if you would have listened to the Super Bowl halftime show and watched it, you would know. Well, I probably would have never heard of it anyway. That's all right. You you got to learn. Yeah, but... I think that was right up your alley. I thought, it was a good halftime show. I thought show. the coolest thing was that little kid coming in with the football to start the game. I thought that was real cool. Yeah, that, that, didn't, that, do that, that didn't do it for me. Yeah, I, that, I liked the Shakira and J-Lo up and there And the other more. thing, the commercials... I've never seen so many, you know, Hollywood types and entertainment types in commercials. And every commercial to me seemed just kind of the same. They were trying to be real slick and be, you know, cutting edge humor. They all were trying to be humorous. I got a little bored after a while with the commercials. I know a lot of people didn't, but I did. A lot of times now, Steve, instead of just getting their one play out of a commercial, they'll post it on the internet during the week, mm-hmm. and then spend the five million dollars for the thirty million. for the thirty seconds. But yeah. they will post it online and on YouTube, so that way you can watch it throughout the week. So that way they get a little bit more out of their their budget there. Mm-hmm. But I thought that overall, the game itself, I thought it went well. It was a fast game. Yeah, I, I very us- fast. You usually plan for the Super Bowl to be at least four hours. Yeah, and this one was like three hours and forty minutes. It really flew. Yeah. I thought the Super Bowl halftime show was great. Well, Steve. as far as take take out the halftime show, and the game was probably less than three hours. I thought the halftime show was great. I figured okay. that you would have a lot to say about it. I don't. What about the the guy that came in and was rapping? You like him, Bad Bunny? That's his name. I didn't. I didn't see that part. I don't think you watched very much. <laughs> I of didn't it. watch very much. Come on, Steve. I just saw Shakira do her thing, and it was fun. Yeah, a lot of dancing. Yeah, salsa. Yeah, a little a little salsa. Yeah. A little, little shaken. It was like fun. To say salsa. 
Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But, yeah. Steve, busy week coming up. Oh, yeah. More Bullpup basketball on Tuesday and Friday. Hopefully Tuesday. Well, don't start saying things like that. <laughs> well, the We weather, can't have any more games postponed. Tuesday, the weather is not good for Tuesday. We'll work on it. All right. I'm going to try and sleep sure. at some point. Well, my work is never done. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve. We've done enough. I'm ready to go. Not talk for a little bit. There you go. And then we'll talk to you tomorrow. Does that work fine? That works fine for me. We'll wrap up today's show. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well, I guess